All right. We're back. It's pumpkin season! It's definitely pumpkin season, but we're not quite there yet. Not just yet. I'm Cheyenne. I'm Eli. Welcome to You've Got a Minute, a review podcast where we deep dive into every minute of You've Got Mail, pick out all of the little details, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. adore them, mm-hmm. have very few critical comments have we, thus far. <laughs> have we criticized a, I almost said a minute, even a moment, a second of uh, this film? I don't have a lot of negative things to say just yet, no. Just going to check my notes? Especially now that a pumpkin's entered our arena not yet you're getting ahead of us we have a mystery to solve first ah true okay take us take us back to the last minute where are we uh joe fox was talking to kevin jackson inside of the under construction fox books and they were discussing whether or not they should announce themselves to their upper west side neighborhood and whether or not people were going to hate them joe said that people were going to come around and kevin said why because we're going to sell them cheap books and legal addictive stimulants and in the meantime we can just put up a sign that says, coming soon, a Fox Book Superstore and the end of civilization as you know it. The end of civilization as we know it. Is that the theme of this movie? Oh, uh, maybe not the, th- I don't think it's the theme, but perhaps a little attitudinal suggestion from Nora Ephron. It's, it's interesting that when we talked about Joe's relationship to Patricia, and maybe you and I said this off air, but we talked about how... Patricia is, like, more Joe Fox than Joe Fox is, you know? She's, like, business. We In that opening minute where we meet her, she's, like, ruthless, you know? Um, and that's kind of what, what Joe Fox is. Kathleen Kelly is, like, the other end, where she's, like, sweet and nice. Well... It's like Patricia is a can of black paint, Kathleen is a can of white paint, and Joe is kind of a dark gray when this movie starts. Yeah, and... You know, Kathleen is, like, the the little guy, and she's dating the champion of the little guy. The guy who says that, like... He's just the little guy. <laughs> but he's talking... He, you know, Frank specifically talks about how technology and all these things are bad and how we need to be concerned about people, which is the opposite of being... You know, like, we will see that the Fox family, they don't even like viewing their customers as people. No. Uh, and so it's interesting... They're just people to take in that hot, wet bean juice. And books, if they wanted. Hot, wet bean juice, folks. So basically, our two protagonists are dating people who are, like, further down a specific path than them. Mm-hmm. And what we have to see is both of them sort of, like, shed that and come more towards the center, which I think is really interesting. I feel like you're that for me. The more extreme version of me. Oh, see, I feel like I sand off your veggies. Really? Like, yeah, I feel like I'm your <laughs> Kathleen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Without me, like, balancing you out, you'd go full Patricia Eden. Would that be so bad? You I would... mean, I feel like sometimes I tap into my inner Patricia. I can see you in another life saying that someone had died and that makes one less person you're not speaking to. Yeah. Eli! Yeah. <laughs> It'll be maybe. me. Maybe. <laughs> So anyway. So anyway, uh, that wraps up Joe and Kevin uh, with a nice little thing that you pointed out, which was that uh, Joe is kind of jokingly celebrating the idea of the end of Western civilization as we know it. Which yeah, Frank... he, he is mocking uh, what will soon come into his orbit. Yeah, yeah. So I think that that's, uh, that's a great observation. Uh, it's, uh, it's almost insignificant. You could not notice that in this movie. It would be just as great. But it's a nice little subtle detail once again. Yeah, juicy little nugget. And then we get to your favorite thing, the most important thing to talk about in this minute, which is... 
Kathleen, when she was at the flower stand with the mm-hmm. pregnant woman, mm-hmm. it looks like she pulled the trigger on a pumpkin. Yeah. yeah. They- <laughs> so it is either late September, early October. Kathleen is on her way to the bookstore and we meet what is essentially her Kevin. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that you've come around to the idea of this being her Kevin. Yes, you've you sold me. This character, Christina, is played by Heather Burns, who is probably most famously known as... Miss Rhode Island Miss in the film yes. Miss Congeniality. A total scene stealer in every film I've seen her in. Is is she the one who they ask her about her perfect date? Yes, she is the... She's the meme mm-hmm. with April 21st. Something like that. Yeah. She's also from one of my favorite TV shows. She's Zach Galifianakis's wife or girlfriend, I think, in Bored to Death. I love her. She's super young in this film. and She's a college student, yeah. Yeah, she's a college student. She's definitely dressed like a college student. She's got kind of a quirky button-up with a yellow tie, but an entirely all-consuming size grandmother sweater. Her tie and her sweater consume this tiny little woman. But she's a bit of a sourpuss, as we see with our chipper Kathleen coming to open up the store. Yeah, later we'll get one of our favorite quotes, another one of our favorite quotes from the entire movie from her. And you're right, it's because she is a a sourpuss. Basically, she's sitting there waiting for Kathleen uh, to come to the shop around the corner, which is Mm -hmm. Kathleen's bookstore that she owns. This is the first time we're finally seeing the shop around the corner. It's a children's bookstore. Uh, Kathleen hands Christina the pumpkin. As they're going inside, we get a really fun moment where, like, Kathleen, just like Joe, is completely consumed by the email that she read that morning. You get the idea that Kathleen is always a pretty upbeat, positive person, but she's on another level right now, and Christina has noticed. Yeah, uh... Kathleen, played by Meg Ryan, doesn't even realize all of the very New Yorky things going on around her, like the the cab driver who cuts a, a car off, and then they just start shouting at each other in the background, while she says, don't you love New York in the fall? Which is, of course, a Joe Fox quote. So they're quoting each other mm-hmm. as they are distractedly starting their work days. Yeah, I, I think a pigeon could have shit on Kathleen in that moment. She would have just <laughs> cried a tear of joy. Uh, it's really funny. I feel like... We talked about Joe being, like, totally wrapped up in the email that he got from Kathleen. uh, And all he did was send her, like, bullshit. But here we (laughs) see her wrapped up in his, too. You know, he had said that New York in the fall makes him want to buy buy school supplies. And when Kathleen gets into the bookstore, she goes to her little office area and, like, smells a freshly opened roll of scotch tape. Oh, my God, you're right. I didn't understand what the comment about the scotch tape was, but it's oh, about yeah. the school supplies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's And that is what makes Christina say, You're in love. In love? No, no. And the minute ends. Yeah, how terrible. It ends with her just saying, No, I'm not in love. It's like, listen, you have two dudes. You just woke up with someone in your house who you said sushi, sushi to. You're going to tell me you're not in love? And that email that you sent, she's, yeah, she, well, she's denying her feelings. Uh, she's denying a lot of things in this moment. And we'll find out more about that in minute 11. Minute 11 becoming minute 12, which I will expand on this next episode, but it will be the 10% point in the movie. So. Yeah, we're, we're really, do you feel like, you know, you talked about how they needed to, uh, like kind of hurry up and set the stage and like have the stakes established. Do you feel like we're getting there a little bit more? I think we're getting closer, but I really need to see what dialogue happens in the next minute because we need, I think I need to hear Kathleen 
acknowledging the competing bookstore because like that is the crux well that definitely doesn't of, happen in the next minute well you asked me and i'm telling you oh, okay. so those yeah. are those are my thoughts and feelings that's what i would need to see to feel like okay they hit that 10 percent rule i feel like we understand the conflict at this point like we know that these two people live in walking distance of their workplaces he has a massive bookstore that's going to disturb the life of this neighborhood and she runs a small mom and pop style bookstore but it hasn't been said out loud yet and again for me to be satisfied that needs to be established in the next minute so well we'll find out we've got to get to the next minute (laughs) all right so we'll see you guys there for minute 11 rolling into minute 12 bring your pumpkins bring your pumpkins it's pumpkin season bring your scotch tape And until next time, thank thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of You've Got a Minute. You can find future episodes wherever you get your podcast. And hey, if you'd like to leave us a review, we would really appreciate that. If you'd like to say hi, our email is ygampodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll see you next episode.